Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The horses are on the track. Right around Australia on SEN Track. Thanks to Racing Queensland, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin. Welcome to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. Nihilus Smith is my name. We're bringing you the latest in horse racing news for the next half an hour. Sam, always a pleasure to see you. It's been a full-on week, hasn't it? Yeah, the week started off a little bit hectic. We had obviously a meeting uh, that was uh, transferred from Monday to Tuesday. It was a Gatton race meeting. So I ended up having Monday off, which was fantastic because I was starting to run a little bit low on the... (laughs) On the fuel department. The battery was running low. Yeah, I needed to charge my batteries for sure, but um, it ended up being a lovely day off. Um, I was house-sitting actually for Ben and Steph Thompson, and they've got a lovely property just out at Logan. Um, They had a couple of horses there, the dogs, Mm. the cats. I was right in my element, so... Anyway, I recharged the batteries and ready to go for a you know a week that's been full on enough and um, exciting day tomorrow. Actually, obviously up at Caloundra tomorrow for uh, their big meeting up there, and my sister actually gets here tomorrow morning too for a few days. So I'm very excited. The sister that isn't into horse racing. Yeah, she's the smart one of the family. <laughs> <laughs> what does she do again? She's a solicitor. Yes, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> smart girl. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. So you've had a pretty full on week. It's great you had a day off because we know that's very rare in the world of jockeys. Yes, it is. This time of year, it does, obviously, there's plenty of people that are um, enjoying a little bit of Christmas and New Year time off. Obviously, most people are back at work now, but for everyone in the racing industry, um, you would know yourself too, Liz, you know, being uh, what you, with what you do too. It's pretty full on. There's no rest. And um, it is important to make the most of those downtime, you know, the days that you do have uh, just, you know, to have a little mental health day and check up on yourself too. Otherwise, it all can sometimes get a little bit too much. So, you know, it's important to make the most of them, and I certainly did. It's interesting, isn't it? Because working in sport, it never seems to stop. It doesn't matter if it is, well, we talk about Christmas Day. You get Christmas Day off, but you're already prepping for Boxing Day to hit the track and, and race again. Christmas Eve, uh, you know, Good Friday. You don't get a day off on those uh, public holidays. We've got a public holiday uh, today, which is Australia yeah, Day. Yeah, Australia Day. But, uh, but no rest <laughs> for the wicked. <laughs> no, there's obviously races um, today at Eagle Farm too, so... I, mean, I like these public holidays are always still pretty cool to ride it because I feel like you sometimes get a little bit of a different crowd than you would on your yes. normal day. People that might not normally go to the races and it's usually a pretty fun vibe. Well, let's bring in our next guest who is also racing on every public holiday himself. Uh, he's been around the traps. He's raced around the world. Of course, it is Jockey Martin Harley. Martin, thanks for joining Hi, us here on the Queensland Hoop. It's great to have you. How are you today? Yeah, very good, guys. How are you? Hey, Marty, thank you for joining us uh, this lovely Friday morning. Um, first and foremost, I want to say congratulations to you, you know, for your success um, at the Gold Coast a couple of weeks ago with the bounding, obviously. And there was obviously plenty of media attention about, you know, your 12 months that have been for you. And, and I've spoken to you since then, obviously, about, you know, how you recovered from, you know, having a you know broken neck and things like that and how you've got to this point now and, Sometimes you can kind of pinch yourself. Like if someone was to say to you, you know, you're sitting in a hospital bed with a halo on in 12 months' time, 
you're going to win a you know three million dollar mm. race. It's so hard to get your head around. But that's sort of racing in a nutshell, isn't it? You just never know what's around the corner, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, no, for sure. Thanks for that, Sam. Um, that was a good day a few weeks ago. That's for sure. And uh, yeah, reverting back to having the halo on. Uh, yeah, I certainly didn't think I'd be landing in that spot a year later, but uh, I'll definitely take it. How did you overcome that? Because that must be not just a physical challenge, but a mental one too. Yeah, no, for sure it was. Um, um, obviously, you're in the industry. Um, we're we're all there. We're um, you know, it's a high risk sport and. Yeah, it was uh, it wasn't my first scare, unfortunately, uh, with my neck. I've done it before, and I've also done my back. Um, so yeah, I've been there and done it, and uh, I did say many times, if there's any truth in it, any truth in saying it happens three times and you're done, uh, well, I'm well and truly done. So, have you ever thought about giving racing away <laughs> in that case? Have you ever thought about just living uh, an easy life? I think uh, a family summed it up a minute ago. I said. Uh, her sister's a clever one, not being in racing. Uh, we're, we're the silly ones, but when you got the bug, it's very hard to walk away from it. Um, especially, you know, all my injuries, I was lucky, luckily enough to walk away from them, whether it was a few months later, with a good recovery and well healed. So, you know, I've never ever had an operation as mad as it sounds. So I think having that and no metal walk and stuff like that in your body definitely encourages you a lot more to come back Um rather than if you had a serious operation and there was metal work set in there. And, you know, that would uh, definitely make you think twice about it. Yeah, it's isn't that funny, though? Because, you know, you say you've been lucky, but plenty of people would say that you've been unlucky, you know. But in our sport, you know how high risk it is. And, you know, every day you get around in one piece and you get back in your car, you consider yourself lucky. And as strange as that is, I think to like some people on the outside, you know, you hear of the accidents you've had, like you said, you've had what? couple of broken necks, your back and things like that. But that's pretty horrific for your normal person, but that's just what we do, what we put our body through. Like most sports people, you, know, you just press on, you, I don't know, you just fight through it and, and just keep looking ahead because it's really what keeps us going. Yeah, no, for sure. I think that's very well summed up, to be honest. Um, um, we don't know much, we don't know uh, what else to do with ourselves. Uh, so sitting on a horse <laughs> comes pretty natural to us. And, and you know, it's obviously... There's good days and bad days, as we all experience. Um, but when the good days come through, it, it makes it extra special and it makes you want to get up and uh, definitely give it another shot, you know. Buddy, I want to ask you about your journey because obviously by your accent, you're Irish, you're from Ireland. Uh, you've you've raced in England, you've lived in Hong Kong and then Melbourne and now Queensland. What took you on that journey? Obviously, you've ended up with a Brizzy girl, so you're here in Queensland, which is great. We love having you here. But how did your journey start? Yeah, well, it all started. I done my apprenticeship back in Ireland with a very good master, Jim Bulger, um, which will be well-known around the world. Uh, trained plenty of classic winners, owns most of his horses himself. And, yeah, so it was a great experience for apprenticeship. On my third year there, I was going pretty well in the apprentice championship and then I got a fall at Clomel and broke me back. And my confidence was pretty low after that, to be honest. And I had a good chat with my uncle Paul Hardy. He was based in Germany at the time. He was training. And he said, why don't you give England a shot? You know, new chapter, uh, get the confidence back up and rolling. So I went to Mick Shannon's after my third year in Ireland. Um, Mick was based in England, close to Newbury. And I had one year basically left in my apprenticeship. I rode my claim uh, on my first year with Mick Shannon. Second year, I rode in the 
funny enough, I went back to Ireland for the Irish Guineas and I won that, so that was pretty special. Wow. For Mick. Um, and yeah, I spent, I spent almost 12 years in England. And England's been very good to me. I've had probably over 850 winners in the, the UK. Um, so yeah, it's uh, five group one winners, plenty listed in group three, group two winners. Um, so yeah, it's been lucky, but I got offered to go to Hong Kong then, and I had to take it. It's a no-brainer. The prize money phenomenal. Got looked after exceptionally well in Hong Kong. Didn't do very well. I think I ended up with four winners in like nine seconds. Uh, but it's a tough place to crack, you know. But um, when you get asked to go there, you got to grab with both hands and give it a shot. So while I'd done me six months in Hong Kong, I was... Um, then it was coming into wintertime in the UK, so I spoke to a few friends of mine, Mark Zara, Hugh Bowman, and you know they said, well, why don't you give Australia a crack for three months? So ended up going back to um, Melbourne for three months just to stay out of the cold weather in England. <laughs> and I had an okay time in Melbourne. I uh, won a group three on Warning. Uh, it was a pre-race for the Derby, um, Derby trial. And yeah, I had plenty of fun, good experience. And um, after that, I was always going back to work for Mr. Gosden in England and went back there for a few years. Things was pretty dry for me in England after Hong Kong, believe it or not. Um, I was just struggling to get them rides that I was getting before I went to Hong Kong and stuff like that. So obviously meeting Brit and me sent to Melbourne over them three months. Um, she, re- she relocated to England for the couple of years I was with Mr. Gosden and the plan was maybe to go back there for four to five years but after two years basically I was starting to lose my appetite a little bit and I said to Brittany I said uh, if I organise my visa and, uh, let's go we'll give uh, Queensland a shot so here we are we fast forward and got the visa sorted thankfully they took me in uh, I didn't know if they'd let an Irish monkey in but they did um, and yeah, the, yeah, the rest is history, really. Plenty of winners, broken neck, and uh, yeah, Magic Millions <laughs> winner, so we're, we're, we're back going okay. Your resume is going okay. I love that. Add another broken neck to that one. Uh, Royal Ascot, Group 1 winner. What was that like? Yeah, I must say that was um, that was very special for sure. I think after probably with uh, abounding at the Magic Millions, probably the other most mem- memorable and special win was probably Samatar back in the Thousand Guineas in Ireland after breaking me back, leaving Ireland to go and uh, work for Mick Shannon in England, going back there with an English horse to an Irish Guineas. Winning that was very special, I must say. Um, yeah. Definitely up there with the Boundings win at the Gold Coast. And that was pretty special with the, the year I've had and you know, uh, obviously missed out on two winners last year at the Magic Millions. They might not have won because I was riding, but James <laughs> McDonald and Timmy Clark done a pretty good job. So I'll take it as I'll take it as two wins and miss. Um, but yeah, so it was uh, a binding and Samatar. But yeah, the Royal Ascot winner was obviously it's a big atmosphere there. It's our it's our uh, pinnacle for the week. Uh, it's our pinnacle weeks racing through the year in England, to be honest. Apart from Epsom Derby and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it was a big buzz, big atmosphere, and yeah, very special just to beat um, Magic Joe, Joey Marrero, a short head in the King Stand. So that was pretty special. Those are some unreal achievements. You know, some people obviously are very successful in their own jurisdiction, but you've been successful in a number of places. I've got a last, last sort of question for you. How have you found going, obviously, riding different countries, adapting to different styles and different tracks? Yeah, it's definitely different, but I think um, 
since I was like 16, 17, as you, as you get through your apprenticeship and I managed to get on that uh, Group 1 winning horse pretty early in my career, which was a big confidence booster after the few early injuries. And then obviously went to Hong Kong, been to Dubai, plenty in between Hong Kong. Um, so as you ride against, you know, it's funny, Sam, uh, you know, you, you seem to meet all these jockeys on your travel that you end up meeting one day in Australia, like Robbie Fraud. I remember meeting him 10, 12 years ago in Dubai. Um, he obviously had a stint in Hong Kong. So it's like home away from home when you start to travel. Uh, I've been lucky enough to travel the world riding horses. Um, but yeah, it's definitely different. Hong Kong was a big eye opener, and pretty much like Queensland, everything happens much faster. Uh, when you jump out of the barriers, you got um, to try find this lot a lot quicker. UK is very more relaxed, more staying races. You can jump out, get in a rhythm. There's no rush to find your position. Really, you've got four, five, six hundred meters to find your spot, and the race is almost over. in uh, Queensland, if you're uh, waiting for that first time to find your spot, so you got to get on with the job pretty early. Just want to ask you, Marty, this weekend, because obviously you're here in Queensland, you've had several winners now, several big winners. Where can we see you riding this weekend? Um, yeah, well, basically, uh, Eagle Farm, uh, Eagle Farm today, um, Sunshine Coast uh, Saturday is planned a cup day. And yeah, a few nice rides in between uh, a few of them and hopefully make a winner somewhere. Fingers crossed. You've had a great track record so far, so I'm sure it will continue. Thanks so much for joining Sam and I here on the Queensland Hoop. Thank you very much. Oh, legend, isn't he? It's so nice to have Martin on. He's been an absolute um, massive addition to our riding ranks here in Queensland and obviously doesn't need any more introduction than the success that he's had lately. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. a great, uh, great addition to the Queensland ranks and we look forward to seeing what else he can do. What other races he can win, <laughs> Sam? I'm Not sure. too many, hopefully. Yeah, I'm sure when he comes <laughs> up against you. <laughs> uh, no love lost, hey? A big thanks to Martin for joining us there. Well, Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. You can visit racingqueensland.com.au. We'll be back after the break with... The latest in Racing Queensland news. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. The horses are on the track. Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett on SEN Track. Yes, welcome back to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett, where we are bringing you the latest in racing Queensland news. Sam, a quick snapshot of where we can see you racing this weekend. Yes, so obviously Australia Day today. I will be mm. at Eagle Farm. I have a couple of rides there early in the day. Um, hopefully, hopefully seeing lots of people wearing their festive Australian get-up. Um, and then off to the sunny coast tomorrow. I've actually got a busy little day there, as busy as I've been in a while. Um, down to seven rides at this stage. I've had one scratch um, later in the day, which is okay. So it's a couple of good chances there to look out for. A uh, horse called Roman Aureus, I've, he's having a fresh up run. Um, I've had a little bit to do with him during the week. He's been racing really well. Um, 1,000 metres is probably going to be a touch short for him, but any rain that we get tomorrow is going to help his chances. So, fingers crossed. Are you – how closely are you watching the radar? Because obviously there was talk of a cyclone up north. Oh, it's been ridiculous, hasn't mm-hmm. it? Like, I feel sorry for the, everyone who is up north having to prepare for this, obviously. And for me, in terms of keeping a track on the weather with uh, races um, – I follow it sort of loosely enough. But at the end of the day, if it's, you know, going to be wet, there's not too much I can do to 
um, change the results on how my horses run on a rain-affected track. It's mainly up to the connections of my horse to make a decision if they think the track's not going to be suitable for their runner. They have that option of scratching if the track has a downgrade, so I'll leave it up to them. I love how you say you've had one scratch, so you're down to seven rides, but seven rides is still a lot of rides. Yeah, it's good. I yeah. love to be busy. So, And I have Sunday off, which is just never happens. Golf? Maybe. I'll see. I'm going to be hanging out with my sister. So of course. Yeah, we'll find some mischief to get into. You could take her to the to the golf course too. Absolutely. She actually <laughs> plays better than me, but she does most things better than me other than riding oh, horses. So. so you'll stick to horse racing <laughs> yeah. and have that over her, hey? Yep. Bragging yep. rights. I love it. I love it. How good to have your sister there watching you on too. Yeah, it is. I have only seen her half a dozen times since I've been here in two and a half years, and we're very, very, very close. So um, you know, shout out to Air New Zealand who put on some cheap flights. <laughs> so she was able to come and visit me for a few days. So yeah, thanks to them. <laughs> I like that. And what else are you looking forward to this weekend? Yeah, obviously it's nice to be up at Caloundra for their meeting on Saturday, Caloundra mm-hmm. Cup Day, obviously. Um, they do such a fantastic job with the track. They have, you know, sometimes, you know, two meetings there a week with a Friday night and the Sunday night as well. And they do such a good job to curate it week in, week out. And have it prepped. Obviously, last Sunday they opted to move their Sunday meeting to Ipswich um, just to give the track a little bit more time to recover. Um, so, I mean, I expect it to be in pristine condition for tomorrow. Amazing. And we cannot wait. That is for sure to see you, Sam. Uh, it's going to be a busy weekend. That is for sure. Racing, as we spoke, is Eagle Farm, Kilcoy and Mariba this afternoon. Tomorrow, Sunshine Coast and Ipswich. And then on Sunday, Ladbrokes Cannon Park. Yeah, I know. So that won't be me, but um, good luck to everyone participating over the weekend. Beautiful. Sam, best of luck this weekend. Thanks for tuning into the Queensland Hoop. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au.